Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Jay Nolaism. It is a new series and it is called the Jay Nolaism dating series. I'm really excited about this. I've been thinking about it for a while and I put a few feelers out there and I had some people come back. So I'm so excited. I'm going to have some friends, um, a couple or two, and we're just going to talk about dating and love and life and all that good stuff. Um, you know, the pandemic has really changed just the regular world that we live in. So I know that it's definitely changed the dating world that we live in. So I'm bringing um, some really cool people on to talk about that. And to start is my very good friend, Tiama. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Um, Are you nervous? Because you don't know the questions that I have for you. I am nervous. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Just before we started recording, she goes, "Uh, do you have questions? Of course I do. I'm prepared. I am a journalist. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready though. I'm ready. Um, so just a little backstory on Tiama. Tiama is like one of my friends that I talk to. Like we talk a lot about dating. We'll have like three, two to three hour phone calls, maybe like, I feel like monthly. And she's just giving me the rundown. I'm like talking to her, giving her the advice that I think, but I also have not dated since I was 18 years old I I haven't actually I've never dated because dating before 18 is fake it's not real so I've actually never dated as an adult I don't know what it's like I've never been on an app you know I don't know what she's going through at all but as a friend I try my best to be there and understand her as best I can but I learn a lot from her and I thought maybe this series could be great to help all of you so Tiama let's start out by how long have you been single um officially officially like not a real relationship seven years now I actually just counted that the other day I was like damn it's been seven years okay and if you don't mind sharing your age I'm 28 okay Mm -hmm. so that's a long time yeah but you've dated in between obviously those seven years there have been a few creatures in between (laughs) and you've had some relationships yes yes some situationships um some that lasted about two to three years. What would you what would you call a situationship for the people that don't know? Um, my term of a situationship is basically you are in a relationship without the title. Mm. Like it works for the situation that you're in at the moment. Exactly. But it's probably not going to go past this situation. Absolutely. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> nope. There's no light. There's no light at the end of this tunnel. There basically. is absolutely no light, just fire, the pits of hell. <laughs> just sparks. <laughs> um, do, 
so you've been single for seven years before I get into like your specific questions that I have for you do do you want to be and I obviously know this answer but do you want to be in a serious committed relationship um doesn't have to be now just down the road is that something you down the road a hundred percent I think and I told you too when we initially started talking about doing this um you're getting me in my healed season yeah so I am currently in this phase where I have accepted that I am a traumatized person and I have a lot of wounds that I need to heal and I have a lot of things that I need to fix and focus and work on and so right now that is my main focus and for the first time in my life the idea of a relationship and committing to someone and putting a man first is like the last thing on my list right now so eventually yes but it's like not even on the radar but I think that's that's really good as someone who's as you said been single for seven years but obviously between those seven years you've had relationship you haven't given yourself that space or grace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to work on yourself and see not that not that you are the issue but what is the issue like is it a deeper thing because it's not that you are the issue but there is an issue there is it the man I'm attracting is it the man I'm looking at what is it in me Mm-hmm. that like I need to work on so that I'm not in these situationships anymore because I'm just uh-huh. wasting my time and my body count <laughs> what? hello <laughs> that's what's important here. no like I am wasting my time when I could just be loving myself giving self-love this is not going to get cheesy but like me and Tiana talk about this all- if anyone do, heard our do. phone conversations <laughs> we're actually pretty cheesy but <laughs> Because self-love is so important. Like that is the best love. If you cannot love yourself, how can you expect anyone else to love you? You have to love yourself for who you are. I mean, I've, again, like relate, I say relationships I've been in with air quotes, but like relationships I've been in, I've definitely like, even though I was younger, I mean, it was, it was me pretending to be something that I thought the person would like, um, pretending Mm -hmm. to like things that I thought they would like. I remember I used to act like I got football and understood football and, obviously that's just like a little thing but like with Robbie like yeah he can put the game on I'm not paying any attention to that I don't care yeah. and I've never I think when you find that person that you don't have to be anyone but yourself with you can be silly you can be corny I know some girls don't believe in it you can fart like you can do things yeah that and that's what I want I can't so wait crazy. for that to be my real self yeah you just want to be yourself mm-hmm. um what are I know you're not dating or like looking for love right now but what when you are back on that quest to find the person you want to be with what are the deal breakers what are things that you and also I just want to state like I feel like we need to explain there are there are two different types of deal breakers there are deal breakers that like some people have that are just insane and like it's not that you can't get it but it's like it's holding you back from finding your person and then there are deal breakers that like if that is like who you are to your core and like it would truly affect your mental and basically mm-hmm. like what you've been working on, like what you're working on right now, like mm-hmm. stuff like that, like you're working on yourself, yeah. like getting yourself together. If though it's deal breakers that would affect the work you've been doing. Yeah. Okay. For a man. Because I have come so far within this last year, one of my deal breakers is someone that lacks effective communication Mm. 
That is like number one top on my list. I need, especially with the last situation that I dealt with, it was like literally like I, it was almost like a facade. Like they pretended to be a good communicator, but really deep down, once I got to the nitty gritty, they weren't. Hmm. Um, So an effective communicator, I need someone who is going to be a protector. If I don't have a protector, it's not happening. Um, I need a provider. I need someone that's going to push me, but also hold me accountable, but also be able to take accountability. Hmm. And if I don't have those things, I'm sorry, but bye, like gone. Um, this is another one. And this is based off of my experience. You have to have a car. <laughs> no, that is a big, no, that's a very, no, no, no. You need a car and you have, I have a one roommate maximum, nothing more than that. And you cannot live at home. That's a <laughs> Those are fair. Well, also because again, you're 28. I'm so I think you, you are and older, I live on my own and you live on your own. And yeah. I think, again, you want, I, it was, um, I don't know if you saw anyone else that's listening, um, Yvonne Orji's like um, interview that she did at the breakfast club and she was talking about dating and they were saying like, what kind of guy are you looking for? And she said, listen, like basically like how you're going through your journey and figuring out what you want. She was basically saying like, I can't be with anyone that hasn't done this work and like mm-hmm. I understand I've been there before I, proud of you figure it out but like I can't be with anyone who hasn't done the work for themselves that part, that, yeah. that's just gonna take me back like we have to be you know it's like you know you want to be equally yoked and mm-hmm. I can't be with anyone who's it's not below me but like for the work that I've done it is and that's just gonna it's either one or two things like yeah maybe you there are people that could you could bring that person up but most likely that person's gonna bring you back down and you all that work that you've done to work on yourself to figure out what you actually want in a relationship you're only mm-hmm. gonna take a step back because you're like hey but he's a great guy I could work on this I could mm-hmm. have no that is not your yeah, job yeah, you are yeah. not a therapist yeah and someone a hundred percent oh my god and I feel like a lot of women do this we think that we can change someone or Mm -hmm. that like, oh, if I just stay a little bit longer and I do all these things that he likes, like maybe he'll, he'll, he'll work and he'll give me what I need and what I want. And it's like, no, you shouldn't have to wait and beg and ask for things. These things should just be given to you. And if they don't want to give them to you out of like the kindness of knowing, not even the kindness, but knowing that this is what she deserves. And you know what, this is bare minimum. And if I can't give this, I got Listen. to go. Listen, you cannot applaud a fish for swimming. Okay. Next question. Yep. It's how many we're... questions are there? Don't worry about it. We're in <laughs> a panorama and it feels like we've been here for 10 years. Oh, literally. How has it been being single during this pandemic? Um, it's honestly been very interesting. And I will say that because I had met someone literally a couple of weeks before the shutdown happened. Mm. And uh, we ended up quarantining together for like three months. Uh, Keep in mind, we're still fresh, just met. It was like kind of exciting also because we got to spend like all this time with each other and get to know one another. But then I also kind of think that 
because of the shutdown, it fast forwarded a lot that wouldn't have necessarily happened had there been no shutdown. Mm. Um, But I'm kind of grateful for it because it allowed me to like weed out what I didn't want and what I didn't like a lot faster than I normally would have per se. Yeah. Um, well, that did not work out. It kind of like straggled a little bit. So I did like online date here and there off and on between figuring out where the hell that was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It's been tough. It's like being in the trenches because <laughs> <laughs> I'm at war out here. Okay. <laughs> because it's like one I feel like online dating at first became was this thing that was like extremely obscure Mm -hmm. now it's something that's overly saturated and it's like you're getting a lot more people that are like they don't have the best intentions but it's so easy for them to just click up open their phones and like someone and have a hookup you know what I mm-hmm. mean and there's some mm-hmm. people on there I'm not gonna lie there's some guys on there who are genuinely looking for something serious but it's like do I want to stress myself out trying to weed through that like I kind of look at it as like um when you go to Charlotte Russe we all know what it's it's a mess shopping through Charlotte Roost. They don't even really have Charlotte Roosts anymore, but we all know that it's a mess shopping through there. To find one good item, I have to sit in there for like three hours of my day and like stress and sweat. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I've actually, I've gotten to the point where, and it's almost a little fucked up. Oh, sorry for cursing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I know everyone, anyone that's friends with me that I have on the pod, I feel like they all know that Yvette listens. So as soon as yeah. like, they curse, they're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's a little messed up, but I've gotten to the point now that when I'm so focused on myself and my journey, and I understand and I know that there is a lot of people on here with bad intentions and to protect myself now, I'm almost looking at it as like an ego booster. Mm. so I'm swiping through knowing like I'm not looking for anything with you like almost like I'm going through like an interviewing process like practice but I'm also Mm kind of like I'm glad that like these people know that they're interested and they want me but I'm not because I'm looking for like the creme de la creme and what I'm worth and what I deserve and until I get that next And I almost feel like because I am in a place where it is giving me that ego boost, I'm building my confidence and focusing on myself. I'm giving off this energy that's like, don't come correct if you're coming at me. You know what I mean? No, it's it's also the way you're carrying yourself. And even though it's on an app, you can really tell the way someone is through messaging. You know what I mean? Like if they're confident. If they're not, if they're into it, if they're not. Can I wait? It's so funny we're bringing this up because I want to show you my profile. First of all, I haven't been on here in like three weeks. Which um, which app is it? Hinge. Okay. Um, is that your favorite app? Yes, because I feel like Bumble. I don't like that the girl has to reach out first. Old school girl. I like that. Yeah, and then um, what you call it? Tinder, I feel like, is like a bunch of horny men. Yeah, I've and heard Tinder, that Tinder is for hookups. Yes, hookups. Yeah, I've heard that. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm not about like you get a lot of swingers on there and like you just get asked like some weird things and yet Tinder no don't ever um, and Hinge I feel like is nicer because like the guy can reach out to you you can reach out to them it's open it's equality it's open yeah and I like that they have prompts so it's like kind of cool but because I like I said I've been out in the trenches I've been at war for a while now mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where like my profile. Like, your boobs can you see it i'll give you the setup you guess the punchline so that's a prompt this is my response emoji okay. like here good photos good photos thank you, you, tra- thank you. most spontaneous thing i've done what what emoji. picture was that what picture was that like the monkey going like this oh like, love that mm-hmm. and then <laughs> the next one emoji <laughs> i'll pick the topic if you start the conversation cute yeah and i don't know i've just gone to the point where i'm like i'm not take i'm not gonna put too much thought into these responses for these guys that don't give a shit like mm-hmm. if you really want to get to know me and like take me out and like ask me and honestly it's funny since i've done that i've gotten responses like oh like you're gonna make me work for it or like you like this is good this should be fun what are you into or what's the question you know what i mean which also i find that those comments so sad because Mm -hmm. it also means that they're not working for it exactly are sliding into these messages of other women and it's like, I don't understand how you on a dating app. And like we said, unless it's Tinder and you know, it's just a hookup. But even like, if you want to hook up with me, I need you to like do a little more. Mm-hmm. Like even that, I want a little more out of you. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, again, I haven't dated since <laughs> the 19th century and that's fine. But it's just like, I don't know why men think they don't have to try. Um, And I guess not all men, because there are some some men that try and good men out there um but still it's just like mm-hmm. do more I've actually I've done a lot of research in the last year with my soul searching and I did come upon that most of these apps are fueled by narcissists and if we know how narcissists work they do a lot of mirroring so if mm. you lay out this is what I like, this is blah, blah, blah. You're giving them a platform to then work off of to, to start the manipulation process. Well, you know? what I was going to say, it's kind of like that. Did you finish watching Harlem? You did, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's I like did. that scene when she went on the date with the guy and then ended up sleeping with him because he like did this elaborate, which seemed Search like a spontaneous her. date. Mm-hmm. And then when she was like, oh, can I use your laptop? When she opened it up, it was like all her social media profiles, like everything that she likes, articles that she had written and things that she was into. Mm-hmm. And like, he tried to kind of flip it. It was still stalkerish. And like, he flipped it like, well, how was I supposed to give you? It, it wasn't about that. You could have let me know that like, wow, like I really wanted to take you. It could have still been a nice date if you would have been like, mm-hmm. I did a lot of research on you and like, I mean, she was someone who was like a writer and like a philosopher and things were out there. So it's different. But, mm-hmm. you know, he could have went with that. Like, listen, I wanted to give you the best first date as possible. So we did a little stalking to find out what you like. That shows effort. Don't mm-hmm. be sneaky and try to act like it was so spontaneous. And you're like this yeah. thoughtful guy. It's kind of like how Lindsay had said, like, you know, the first time he took me out, I was on a helicopter. And now we've been dating for two years. And that was the, fir- the last nice 
extravagant thing he did and it was mm-hmm. like that was to court her and get her and now that he's got her he's not going to do any of that anymore. yeah and people forget that like you have to still date your person yeah not only that I think a lot of people forget and I feel like you and Robbie do a really good job at this that like you guys are best friends so like not only do you love one another you really like each other and you yeah I think people forget that you have to like the person you're with as a person yeah I think you have to like your person you have to like listen does Robbie get on my nerves we know we know I can go on for days and like does he irk (laughs) my last nerve and makes me want to literally throw him like against the wall yes but at the same time like we can just have like a really good time together Mm -hmm. and it could be something as silly as like you know we put on law and order at the at the end of the night when we go to sleep uh as for you and we do our little dance to the theme song at the night it's just it's our thing you know like you know what I mean like it it can be something as simple as that and you can just have a, it was it's something that I would also do with a girlfriend mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I would do that with you if me and you were like watching SVU together and the theme song came on like I would just start like doing a fun dance and I'm sure you would yeah. get on on it too so it's like you have to if you can't be friends with your person and I think it's also the way you start your relationship I think for me when Robbie and I started dating we didn't think it was going to go farther Mm-hmm. we didn't think we would end up here so it was just like a, a fun summer fling and we just had a good time together. and now she got a ring <laughs> but you know what I- <laughs> I'm done with you but you know what I mean like I think also when you're not putting too much yes. on the relationship it makes you loosen up a hundred percent a hundred percent and I'm not sure what your next question was but I'm going to piggyback off Go. Of that because I feel like we're in our late mid to late 20s right yeah, we're just so no we're tiama don't lie to these people we are in our late 20s that is I it. Mean, not are all your friends late 20s 27 and up okay see i have some little 26ers around okay care. so we're in our late 20s <laughs> we're in our late 20s <laughs> i feel like a lot of people feel the pressure of I need to be engaged right now. I should be buying a home. I need to be married. I have to blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to lie. I was definitely in the same predicament. I had- We've um, talked about this. We have talked Mm -hmm. about this. I had multiple roommates in one apartment where I was the only single one and everyone had a boyfriend and they were moving out to be with their significant others. I then internally in my mind was like, oh my gosh, I need to- be with someone so that I can move out next year with them and, Mm -hmm. and, and start my life with this person. So I, then I didn't realize it until now that I was like trying to force relationships to get to that point, to hit that milestone. And it wasn't, Mm. it wasn't working at all. It wasn't meant. It's not your time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I, the situations almost start like, I don't even know how to explain it. I started to see that there was a pattern. I was doing Mm -hmm. this with every single guy that I was coming in contact with because when someone else was hitting like a milestone in a relationship, someone else was hitting a milestone because Mm -hmm. I felt like, why am I so behind? I have to be doing this too. So it then got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm okay. Like my path is a little different it's going to look different and then it situations happened where I 
so happened to move out and live on my own. Mm. And when I did that, and I think we did speak about this, Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, I never knew that I could live on my own because I didn't create a space where I thought that that was an option because I thought my only option Mm -hmm. was to find a partner and move in with this person. Exactly. Well, that's so funny because my, the one thing I've always wanted, I think I've told you this is to live alone and I will, to, we don't know that that won't happen. We don't know what the world has for me, but you know, uh, it's the one thing I regret right now. Looking back, like I hate, I've lived with roommates, you know, I've mm-hmm. lived with my parents I've lived, and now I live with Robbie. And I, it's the yeah. one thing I regret that I didn't like just live alone in my own. Like I used to love my roommates would be away for the weekend and I like would make no plans so I could just enjoy sitting your peace set and like with the door with my door with my door open to my room and like the door open is a big thing girl it's a really big thing to (laughs) always have that to have that thing and I had two like I would have like two roommates at it I've never not had two roommates at a time can I please tell you so the last four roommates I had I lived in the same apartment for four years and I had a different roommate every year Mm -hmm. um that I lived with one each time but before that it was like two or three or four and I actually counted um I've had 13 roommates in total of people that I have lived with over Ooh. and that's like including college apartments everything yeah. that didn't even include my parents <laughs> no in college too I've always I was in like the triple dorm always mm-hmm. always until my senior year I was always in a triple dorm and then thankfully and my senior year my roommate also went was from my town and she mm-hmm. went home a lot so I also did get that little time and space that to myself time. then mm-hmm. but it's but to go back to what you were saying I think it's that everyone and this is just a PSA to every woman and man um yeah. and anyone that's listening everyone's journey is different and I think mm-hmm. society as a whole has made us believe that there is one right way you know when you think of like the American dream it's like get the job mm-hmm. get the family white picket fence three yeah. kids two mm-hmm. boys and a girl the dog that's like the life and as I mean I've talked to Tiama I remember we were standing in my kitchen and like we were just having the conversation and I was just like enjoy being single like yeah, yeah we, I get it I'm married I always tell people about this comment <laughs> we have I'm like, my married friend said that. Mm-hmm. Like, and again, I could be like the odd man out here is like, but I think everyone knows if you listen to this podcast, like I am just not someone that has thanks or ever thought that marriage is the end all to be all. Yeah. Um, I think our friendships are our best relationships. I think your relationship with yourself is very important. And I think whatever spouse you choose to have is the cherry on top. My mom will be very happy to hear this, but she used to give this analogy when to me and all my friends when we were younger and she used to be like be good chocolate cake chocolate cake Ooh, doesn't need anything makes good cake now she can she would say <laughs> be good chocolate like good chocolate moist like moist chocolate cake doesn't need frosting that it's just it's good on its own be that on your own wow that's a good point I never thought about that and then the man is the frosting or the cherry on top or the whipped cream and that's great he adds to you but he doesn't complete you yeah. Oh my God. Yes. I have said this too. And it's funny. Cause I feel like I'm surrounded by a lot of couples that feel like their relationship completes them with the exception of you. Mm-hmm. You're, I feel like once I'm in a relationship, it'll be like similar to the type of situation that you're in. Yeah. Um, 
because I feel like we think alike. Yes. Um, but I've gotten to a point where I'm like, if if things don't, and I tell my one girlfriend this all the time, and I'm like, listen, God forbid, if your partner dropped dead right now, who would you be? Would you be able to stand on your own two feet? Would you know who you are as an individual, what you like? Like, yes, you'll be sad, you'll be hurt, and it'll be a very painful thing, but like, you have to make sure you don't lose yourself as a individual because at the end of the day, you're still you. That's and when you get go six feet in the ground, like you still going to be with yourself. And you I come like in the I'm, world alone and you leave. alone. <laughs> you leave alone. And I feel like people forget that. And sometimes when I have these conversations with um, my other friends that are in relationships that are not you, they don't understand when I'm like, listen, I am. I'm whole right now mm-hmm. and I like what I got going on. I'm pushing myself. I'm building a foundation here. The person that comes in either needs to come in and compliment and add to what I'm building. And we build a bigger home. And we build a bigger home because if not, then you're, sub- you're taking from what I'm trying to do. And then you got to go. And I think like to use your foundation, you know, thing, it's like, if you don't have that foundation before you're building that foundation with that person. And then when that person's gone, your foundation is crumbling and it breaks. It's like, who am I? What do I like? What am I doing? What, 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 which way is up? It's, it's like, are you, you're going to be a Carrie Bradshaw. Not a Carrie. Nobody wants to be a Carrie walking aimlessly through life because they don't know anything else. Yeah. But this one person that they pined over for years until this person was ready for them. Let's Mm -hmm. make that clear. And then Mm -hmm. once this person was, you had this beautiful life, but you were all about this person and they are now gone. And now you feel like you don't even know up, up from down, left from right. You, again, it's like back to the beginning, what we talked about, self-love is really important. And I think if you find that you don't have a great relationship with yourself, like Mm -hmm. I feel like Tiama and I, and a lot of my friends are, people that can enjoy be I love being alone I can sit in silence I can like I've always been fine with that and I don't if I want to be around people I can also be around people it's fine but it's when I want to yeah you know and I think if you are not okay with that silence that's something you need to work on and you can't be ready for a relationship and you also have to also, I want girls to stop thinking that they just need to receive, receive, receive in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. You also have to give. Mm-hmm. A relationship involves two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, your partner is not just there to just like hype you up and be there for you yeah. and all of that. And then vice versa. Women, you don't just have to like be there for your man and support him and he doesn't have to support you. It doesn't. hundred percent. It doesn't work that way. And I think it's like you would think because I feel like our generation is like so progressive, but like I feel like even just a lot of friends that I have or women that I speak to that are my age, like our thoughts are so like 1950s. Girl, yeah. yeah. And I want more for us. I want you to know that you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy. You can be in a happy relationship and be really happy. Um, you could just be dating and be really happy. It doesn't always that have part, to end in yeah. marriage. You can have kids and have a great life. You could not have kids and have a great life. That is true. It's just like, it's a it's a modern day whatever works for you 
works for you. Everyone's journey is different. If Tiama finds her forever man and they realize that they are happy living in Jersey City, they don't want to buy a home. They don't want a white picket fence and they just want another and they just want and they just want another dog and they don't want to get married and they don't want to have kids. That's the perfect life because that's her perfect life. And it works for my situation. No one, that's another thing. No one has to understand your situation. I remember my friends used to always joke and be like, Robbie doesn't really say anything. He doesn't talk to you. Yeah. And he doesn't, he's not supposed to talk to you until he's comfortable. He will. And if I tell him like, okay, talk a little more, that's fine. I don't, I'm not someone, and this is like old school me, I guess, because my aunts are always like, I don't like a man that's always in everywhere. Like, I don't, yeah want him in everybody's face and talking to everybody and that's how things get confused you see him talking if we are out and you see him talking you'd be like wait he's talking a little too close he's talking a little too things can yeah. get very misconstrued you have get to- on up. <laughs> <I'm gonna> go <laughs> home <laughs> you know what I mean so I think and but that is for me might not yeah. be for you for me personally I don't want my man to be in anybody in everybody's face so he if you tell me he didn't talk to great I will give him a cookie at the end of the day because he did his job <laughs> Listen, he wasn't supposed to talk to you no way. So thank you for that. <laughs> he passed the test. I love it. <laughs> but that works for me. That doesn't always yeah. have to work for everybody else. So I think this episode is to basically let the girls, <laughs> the girls know your journey is your journey, sweetie. You're doing in the in the words of the great um Chris <laughs> Jenner, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> I wanted to say something that's been stuck with me since you mentioned about self-worth. When I first moved into this place, Mm -hmm. it was my first time really being alone. Um, And I thought that I had been alone before. Like you said, like when people would um, leave, when Mm -hmm. your roommate would leave and you'd be home, like you were good in that solace. But the first three months of me living here, I kind of went through a depression because I didn't realize how surrounded by noise I, I was. The quiet. And once all the noise was gone and I really had to sit with myself and my own thoughts and there was no distractions, mm. I was like, damn, I really got to face my feelings and my thoughts. And, and it was tough. Because you were used to noise and chaos and you couldn't even think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this mm-hmm. was something that I didn't even know that I was going to experience. I never expected. So when I tell you it was almost like every single night I was crying and Mm -hmm. like, I couldn't understand my emotions and why I was crying. And, and I really had to think through and be like, okay, what am I unhappy about? Mm -hmm. How can it be better? What do I need to do to make me feel good? What makes me happy? What do Mm. I enjoy? Like, I almost went through like a a self-searching journey without even like seeking for it. You went on an eat, pray, love in your own apartment. (laughs) Girl, yes, I sure did. (laughs) I sure did. But it's interesting because I had, I remember asking like three other friends that had that lived on their own, like, did you experience this or am I crazy? Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, like it's something that I went through, but like they never talked about. And I'm like, people need to talk about this more. That is something I always say, not just for this, just anything you're going through. Talk to your friends. I know you think like this is embarrassing. No one else is talking. Just because no one else is talking about it doesn't mean they're not going going through through things you know what I mean like so any situation 
if they are your real friends, like, are you not telling them because you think you'll be judged? I think there's two things to say, and this is how you can weed out your friends. Are you not telling them because you think you'll be judged, which is different, or are you not telling them because you don't trust them with that information? That's a big one. If you don't trust them with that information, then why don't you trust them? And it could not be anything they're doing. It could be the way you feel about them. And you they're not really as close as, like, they're not a close friend like you think they are. If you think you'll be judged, then that's, if they are a close friend, then that's kind of disrespectful to them that you don't trust that your friend will just take the information and either help you with it or console you. Or the things that I've realized a lot when I talk to my friends is that they have said like, oh, oh my God, like, I've been through that same thing. Like, I was just texting someone yesterday won't say their names but it's like a new it's a friend of a friend and like now we've gotten like our own little relationship and we were talking about Portia and you know the fight or whatever and I was saying like listen I understand Portia that used to be something that like I used to have to handle I have really bad anger management and I found out in therapy and she's like oh my god wow like I I had to go to therapy for the same thing I had a lot of anger obviously we never brought that up to each other my our mutual friend has never told me that about her because that's not my business to know mm-hmm. but the fact that we both felt comfortable enough to just it was like, a safe space yeah it was a safe space so I feel like if you can't do that with your friends reevaluate also, dude, you have to be open to hearing things you don't want to hear criticism like there are some times where like I'll call and I'll like if I had a fight with Robbie or something I'll be like am I like bugging or like, am I in the wrong or like, and I've had my friends be like, no, Jasmine, like you're wrong. Like that's bad. Yeah. Or they'll be like, no, yeah, he's, he's, he's wrong. Like, it's fine. It's <laughs> almost like a situation where like, like your mama made to say some effed up things to you, but she's never going to steer you wrong. you wrong. And like, you nope. have to look at your, the relationships around you in the same aspect. Exactly. So and true. if you don't have that, then your friendship, is or whatever the situation is is not at the level where you're holding it to exactly so it's, a, it's a listen it takes reevaluating um my last and final question for you just to end on a lighter note even though we didn't we got deep but like good deep we got deep yeah we did it was we, we segued a lot we did and that's good <laughs> um my last question for you what is the worst date that you've ever been on There's a few. Hold on. <laughs> She's rubbing her head in her temples. <laughs> well, my most recent date that I went on with a guy wasn't even that bad, but I remember that I stopped. We went on three dates. Okay. And I've decided to come up with this thing where there's like an ick list, like so that I'm not fantasizing a person. I'm being realistic with myself. Okay. I didn't like that he tipped less than 10%. We've talked about this because, and okay, this is also another thing about deal breakers. Tiama work, like has worked in restaurants and things like that. So like mm-hmm. that is a red flag for you. Yes, It yes. might not be for me, but because you were someone who is, was a server, has worked in the industry, you don't like that. No, I didn't like that. Um, and I noticed that like every date I was like looking for it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> So that was one thing. Um, Also, when I would speak, he was a, um, I don't want to get deep into like race too much here, but he was Middle Eastern. And so he would like cut me off a lot. 
when I would try and mm. speak. And that was one thing I just did. I was like, okay, I'm not about this. Um, and then we went, we actually went out on Valentine's day and I didn't like that. He didn't make a reservation. Yeah, no, that's on for Valentine's day. That's- yeah. So the place that we had planned to go to, they couldn't accommodate us because there was no reservation and I'm like bro it's fucking Valentine's Day like, so like did so my question I guess for this obviously you guys had talked about going out for Valentine's Day like it was like okay let's go out on this date on this val- date but which- like we didn't acknowledge that it was Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day yeah hmm. and then so then we ended up eating at like because we couldn't go to the restaurant that we really wanted to go to which I would really like this place um we ended up going to like a dive bar and I was like oh no <laughs> Jasmine, your face <laughs> I I would have went home I would have went home I've been like thank you for your services um th- um I will not be reaching out but like thank you this was great and <laughs> I wish you the best love light god bless not love light <laughs> <laughs> love Love and light, but so after I got to like the third date, that was actually our first date that happened. And then the third date was um actually at another like weird bar place. And um I saw that he didn't tip the more than 10% again. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. And I never reached out again. Like we didn't have a conversation. I kind of was just like, let me just like let this fizzle. So I just quick question so these men that you are going on dates with do they have good jobs you know what because mm. this this, this working... tip thing keeps coming up yeah. i'm just no i'm, <laughs> I'm just asking, I'm just asking. <laughs> and i know like one i don't go out if so i don't have the money them... to tip, but you know what? I would say that they they have jobs, but I I never ask a guy like, "What are you making? Like, what are you doing?" Well, I don't think you need to ask what are you making, but if you can say like, "Oh, so what do you do for work?" You can yeah. put together what they're but making. But you know what? Too, he was working like two jobs. So see, he was struggling. You know, that's some things you have to take yeah. into consideration. Like, ten percent so was probably all he one. could give. He was working two jobs too. Another one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, that was supposed to stay in my head. I'm so sorry. Not an- another one, <laughs> TJ Khaled. <laughs> so this is a separate guy. This is a separate guy, but I know, like, I have a type. I have a type of man that I want. I and I. The funny thing is, and I say this all the time. I think I've said this to you: is that the man that I want is not on a dating app, and I know this. I also think it's really interesting because we talked about like. Now that you're going through the process, we now just realize like the men that you were dating are not really the men that you have said like what you're looking for Mm -hmm. because you're you're going out with men who can't tip properly. (laughs) No shit. No, 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 no. No, I just I love you. (laughs) They can't tip. (laughs) They can't tip properly, and that is. But yet, those it's a pattern of men that you were choosing. So yes. It's, it's you it's not mm-hmm. them they mm-hmm. were doing what they could and now we find out that they all had two jobs most of them had two jobs <laughs> so they obviously didn't couldn't do 15 to 20 percent and yeah, they did what they could yeah. but the issue 
isn't them tipping 10%. It's the fact that you've been out with more than one man. Yeah. That is not tipped. So it is the men that you are picking when that 100%. is obviously a red flag. So those are things that maybe that's something you put in your day about. What, what would you tip? What is the percentage that you tip? And that's how you start the conversation. Yeah. That's know, a good point. Let's get down to the nitty gritty right now. <laughs> Listen, that is your, and that you need to also add that to your deal breaker. That yes. is one of your deal breakers. Oh, no, tipping, it is. It is 100%. Below 15 to 20%. No, but I have said that. I've had this conversation with people where I'm like, I really need to go to the financial district because I'm like, the man that I'm picturing myself with that I want everything that I embody. They're not on a dating app. They're in a freaking office right now, working on a project, making a deal, like doing something of that nature. They don't have time to be swiping left and right. I see you with either a finance guy or real estate, high-end real estate. And I see myself with the same. Mm -hmm. That's what I see for you. And it's funny. Yes. Yeah. It's funny because I haven't, because I had to have that thought process with myself too. I'm like, have I put myself in environments to even meet suitors like this? No, and I you haven't. haven't. That's uh, also what I'm, don't, me talking to straight to Tiama about like what works for her is not coming down on whatever works for the next girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That, you know what I mean? That's another thing. Like if you don't care how your guy tips, that's fine. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed. I am so excited that you were my first guest for this series. We have Um, to do a, um, when I am one day in a relationship again, we'll do like a follow-up. Yes, we need to do a follow-up and everyone, this dating series for now is just gonna, you know, be out for the month of February because that is love month. Um, and I like that. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy also, you know, like comment, let us know what you thought. If you do want more of these, I will give them it's, you know, I am here to serve. Um, but it was just something I've had on my mind for a while. And I know like, it's the conversations that I'm having with my friends on the phone, just on the pod. And mm-hmm. it's also to help someone else out there. I know we always talk about Bravo and reality TV, but I enjoy talking about the real things that are going on in life and like what we're dealing with. Cause we know I love to keep it positive and positivity. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget to like, rate, comment, share with your friends. I don't know how much, how many times I'm going to have to like say that to y'all, but just share, share, share. You tell me you love the podcast. You tell me you love my thoughts. Show me. But until, until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.